Welcome to Widow Too Soon. I'm Michelle Bader, and I'm sitting here with my friend and co-host, Mark Massaro. How are you today, Mark? I'm doing really well. How are you, Michelle? I am awesome. I am super excited. Our topic today is pursuing the positive emotions, and we'll get into that in just a minute, but I'd love to know what's been going on in your life since our last podcast. Um, yeah, not a whole lot of the kids are out of school, which is awesome. I mean, they're still, you know, doing their thing and, and my friend Tamara is still, uh, going to be teaching them math over the summer and stuff like that. Nice. But, um, uh, my daughter finished really well. She's a top 80 percentile in all topics, nice. which is great. And just such an encouraging thing for me. It's just awesome. And, uh, my son Luke is like way, way ahead on math and he's not even in kindergarten yet. And he's already, nice. like, doing all kinds of math. So that's great. Um, you know, I had a, honestly, I had kind of a tough, tough couple days. Um, I had some like grief that mm. just kind of made me feel a little funky. And, uh, it was just total like feeling sorry for myself moments, but I wasn't feeling well. I was like feeling just, I had like a really bad headache and just felt kind of dizzy and just didn't mm. feel right. And it just fun. got me like feeling sorry for myself and like yeah. remembering that like it doesn't matter like I can't be sick like my kids need me my kids still need to eat dinner they still need right. to, you know like I just can't I wanted to go climb into bed yeah. and relax and have somebody else take care of everything there's just not that option and so it like it just reminds you that you're alone and it, yeah, that's it, tough. it's hard and it took me a little bit to it's funny because today's topic is like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you know it should be you know, talking to myself on, on these things. And that's what I do though. Honestly, mm -hmm. I, I personally get a lot out of these podcasts and, you know, we know that you and I still very much struggle with these things. We just um, feel like we want to try and help people get to a place of positive thinking and yeah. um, positive emotions. And so it's like, well, we're not perfect at it. We're trying our best. And so you know, yeah, that's, that's how my week was though. It was just, you know, average, but you know, I do have something I'm excited about. Uh, What's that? So tomorrow I have a friend's, um, their kid's birthday party, which should be cool. But one of my friends, Chris, he's a really, really good friend of mine. And we totally nerd out together and we're <laughs> into all kinds of nerdy stuff together. It's just awesome. He's, he's my, he's one of my really, really good friends. And, um, we've been wa watching all the Marvel movies together. Uh -huh. And so tomorrow night we're watching another one and I love it because we like crank the surround sound and just totally like, oh, it's just such a good time. So, um, which one are you on? Not that I know, are, but the listeners might know <laughs> our next one. We're because we're watching them in the launch order. Oh, um, okay. so the next one we're watching is Ant-Man. Uh, oh, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure. Shoot, what was the last one we watched? I don't think it was Captain America. I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy, which mm. was great. Anyway, mm. they're all really good. They're super, super fun movies and just a fun escape for a little bit. But anyways, it is, this dude's yeah. a, speaking of him, he's a he's been such a good friend to me in so many ways. Like he just constantly, even when I like, you know, kind of suck at like returning calls or whatever, it just kind of, I just get so busy on things that I always tell myself like, oh, I'll call back in a minute or I'll text back yep. in a minute. And I just forget because I get so wrapped up in stuff and he just never gives up on me. It's been That's like awesome. this throughout whole, the whole time Lacey was sick. He would always call me, come over, like whatever. He just pursued my friendship and um, just really good man. I'm really happy to have him in my life. You know, just one of those people that is just like, this is a cool guy, you know, just yeah. always reaching out to me. And he made a, a post about me. I, gosh, I don't even remember what it was, but it was like, it just caught me off guard. It was like while Lacey was going through her, her battle and um, he made some post about what a good friend I am. And I was like, wow, like, mm -hmm. I feel like I've, I feel like you've been a good friend and I've been a really crappy friend to you. And, um, but he, you know, he knew obviously I was going through hell. Um, but you know, I still cared about my friends and, yeah. And no. so anyways, he's just a really solid guy. So I'm excited to hang out with him is my point. But what about you? How was your week? Pretty good. Just kind of like you. It's not a lot of exciting things that happened. Um, two of my kids finished school. Um, Haley finished yesterday with a 4.0 all year. Nice. Yeah, I'm really proud oh, of her. Good job. She's like one of the top people in her class for her freshman year of high school, all A's all year. 
That's amazing. And yeah. And then Peyton just finished seventh grade. So nice. that's crazy to me. And then um, Hayden will finish his junior year next week and I will finish teaching next week. So wow. we're on the home stretch around here. Yeah. It sounds like we're it. super excited. And then we go full board into summer. I've got my nephew's wedding coming up, I think June 25th. And, and then we do a big uh, 4th of July party at our house. Nice. Well, actually we used to host it at our old house and it was like our one party a year, Luke would barbecue. We have the pool out. It was like our thing we did every year. And then fireworks got outlawed in the city of Vancouver, but we have mm. now moved to Ridgefield, which is in the country and they are allowed here. So nice. I told everyone we're hosting again. So the kids are really, really excited to do that. And we'll be, you know, going into summer, doing road trips and that kind of thing. So not like a lot right now. I got to hang out with my friend, Melissa last night, shout mm. out to Melissa Sutton, you know, just like your friend. Um, she has been there for me for years. So she used to do this thing called Bader angels for, I think two or three Christmases. She organized people that would give us gifts. We'd give her a list and these Bader angels would provide it. And they provided flowers for it. Like just different times. She would just sign the card Bader angels when um, they would bring us stuff. Mm. So she's been an amazing friend. So it was good to get some one-on-one -on -one time with her last night and share some nachos, everything on the side. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, you know, I like everything on the side. She's like, literally just put the cheese on for her. <laughs> so, and of course I was like, it said like Southwest queso. And I was like, oh, well, I don't know if I'm going to like it. And she told the waitress, could you just give her some to try? So we make sure she likes it. <laughs> so anyways, I tried it and I liked it. So that's a little bit about my week. <laughs> and so you like your, you like your uh, nachos dissected. Yeah. Like I don't, nachos should be cheese and chips. Like what else do you need? That's right? cheese and chips. Nachos <laughs> is loaded. Yeah. But I don't like that stuff. I did like, yeah. I liked the chicken. We had chicken on it as well. But okay. I don't like sauces of any kind. Mm -mm. Except for I don't the relate cheese, to that. cheese sauces, right? You're like fully loaded sauces. Yeah, sauce it up. Yeah, no. So, anyways, we no have sauces? discussed that we both like Arby's, which probably we most do. of our viewers do not, because I found out it's pretty rare for people to like Arby's. Which is weird because Arby's is awesome, but I do no sauce. Yes, you do know sauce. And I'm like, no, you're kidding. Like the sauce <laughs> is like the best part. <laughs> no, it's horrible. Every bite is like a packet of Arby's sauce for me. Oh, I hate it. In fact, <laughs> the last time at Arby's was the same time as my accident. <laughs> like my Arby's uh, got left in the car, but um, I had a bite of it and it had sauce and I like literally spit it out. And the kids are like, what? And then you crashed. <laughs> and then I crashed, but it was like, there was a little time in between. It wasn't like bite crash it was like okay you know, so you can't blame it on arby's yeah oh okay. i could because it was the sauce that made me crash i never thought of that but yeah no sauce um, on arby's no. now <laughs> i know that actually sounds kind of good right <laughs> um so anyways uh that's a little bit about my week and i'm looking forward to paddleboarding tomorrow oh nice so, stand up paddleboards so i started going a couple years ago like this place that you can just rent the board for like 20 dollars for an hour I was like, I really like this, but I don't know if I want to like invest in a board, but I found a few years ago, an inflatable one and I put it on my list. And this year for mother's day, guess what? I bought it for myself and <laughs> nice. I've taken it out once. And, um, there's a paddleboard club through church. So I get to go out tomorrow and meet new people and be out in nature. So nice. I'm really, really excited about that. So are yeah, you regular footed or goofy? I don't know. I mean, wait, I know do you that... stand up straight on a paddleboard? Yeah, that's why I don't okay. know. Because <laughs> I'm like, wait, okay. it's well, not like about, a surfboard. Do you snowboard? Mm -hmm. You snowboard and surf, right? Yeah, I think that was, it's been so long. Left foot forward or right foot forward? Wait, wait, wait let me think. Wakeboarding too? Same thing. Uh -huh. right? Yeah. Left foot forward. Left foot forward. Okay, so goofy? you're regular footed. That's regular. Yeah, me too. Okay, I don't know. It's been so long. I don't remember. My brother and I always had a, we'd always debate through our skateboarding years of like, what's better, regular footed or goofy footed. So we'd always like talk about professional skateboarders. Well, so-and-so is regular footed. Well, so-and-so is goofy footed. That was just funny. That so I was just funny. curious which side you were on of the aisle. Yeah. It's really important. It is. These things, you know? Yeah. And it tells me a lot about a person. Right. <laughs> and stand up paddleboard. Yeah. I was like, what? No, it's not like surfing. You just put your feet in the middle. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, yeah, that, paddle, that makes paddle, sense. Paddle. I had to think about it. Yeah, I've it's seen it before. so fun. It's like Never so beautiful. It. It's so like such a good arm workout too. It's I love it. So I'm really excited to take the board out tomorrow. So it's a little That's bit cool. 
about the last week and what I've got coming up tomorrow. Nice. And so we're going to dive right into this topic. So hopefully you got to listen to last week, navigating the negative emotions. So we wanted to do a spin on that and do the opposite. So pursuing the positive emotions, Mm -hmm. this is so, so important when you are going through grief, that you have your mind focused on the positive. So what, what kind of things do you do to focus on the positive? Well, let's see. So positive, we're thinking of like joy, gratitude, Mm -hmm. hope, confidence, optimism, happiness, love. These are all really good, positive emotions that we Mm -hmm. can pursue. Um, You know, for me, it's all about going to Christ and asking for these things because, or, you know, I have a lot of really good friends, like I was mentioning earlier. Um, You know, one thing that actually really brought me up this week was uh, one of our fans, if you want to call him that, uh, Mm. Ian from the UK he reached out and sent us some messages and they really touched my heart. I listened to him many times and, um, you know, he said something, a couple of things that were really beautiful. He talked, well, first of all, he shared some private stuff with us, which was really appreciated and kind. And, um, but he said, if you're touching only one person, mm. this is so worth it, what you guys are doing. And he gave the analogy of Sodom and Gomorrah when um, mm-hmm. God said, if you can show me five that are good. And then he said, if you can just show me one, that's good. I'll spare the city. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just like, wow. And, you know, he, he said his, um, well, I don't want to talk about his private stuff, but um, just because I don't know what he'd be okay with sharing or not sharing, but um, he shared some stuff with us about current things going on in his life. And, um, but he was just really encouraging and that right. like, brought me up. So yeah. you, if you look for the things in life to bring you up, but when all else fails, what I personally think about, and actually I'm going to look up a, uh, I'm going to pull up a Bible first real quick. Cause I always think about the rapture that mm. to me, cause regardless, you know, there are some, um, different schools of thought on the rapture, but nobody really nobody can deny that the teaching itself is not in the Bible. We just, we have different beliefs on whether there's pre-tribulation, mid-tribulation, post-tribulation. So, um, but regardless, everybody believes the rapture is coming. And so, um, and I just love this verse about it. So it's in first Thessalonians 4, 17, then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be there with the Lord. And I apologize. Actually, there was, uh, it actually starts at 16 for the, so I'm going to start over. I apologize okay. for that. Uh, at 16 for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout mm-hmm. with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore mm-hmm. comfort one another with these words. And to me, I just am looking for that rapture. You know, I think every time I'm feeling sad and I'm thinking about Lacey and I'm just missing Mm -hmm. her, I'm just like, come Lord, come, just come, you know? And I just Mm -hmm. think about that that day will come and who knows if it's in our lifetime or not, but um, we're supposed to live in imminency, like expecting his return. And um, so I do that and it does bring me Mm -hmm. comfort. It does bring me joy. That's just, that's one thing I go go to, but um, how about you? Let's say, I don't know, gratitude or, you know, some other feeling mm-hmm. of, of positive emotion that like, you know, speak right. on that if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. So when Luke was sick, um, I remember, I think I listened to a sermon or I read a book. Yeah. I read a book about manna. So you were probably familiar in case you're not when the Israelites were wandering in the desert God provided for them every day, this food called manna, and they were to only take enough for today. Like they, if they took too much, it would rot. And then they had to have enough. He had like a specific amount that they could take. And, um, I started thinking about that concept and I would ask God to send me my manna for today, like every day, send me my manna for today. And 
I started seeing it. Like it could be someone like, I remember one was just somebody smiling at me on the run, on a run, or Mm. it would be a friend texting me out of the blue. I never think that it's out of the blue. Like God prompted them to say, Mm. you know, to, to text or email or whatever, or to call. And so I actually started journaling this and I actually created a journal that I ended up um, publishing And it's about writing down every day, what your mana is. So basically at the Mm. end of every day, and this reminds me, cause I've kind of gotten out of the habit. I want to do it again. And it's really cool. Like I have the ones from when Luke was sick and I can go back and read every day, like what, you Mm. know, was was feeling okay today or whatever thing. Like I can look at what he gave me then. And so I want to encourage you on your widow journey, start at the end of the day. So start at the beginning of the day, asking God please send me my mana for today and then be looking for it. You see what you're looking for. I know this to be true because I just got a new car, a Toyota RAV4, never even heard of it, seen one in my life. All of a sudden I see them <laughs> everywhere on the road. Just side note, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yep. you start seeing what you're looking for. For sure. So the point is, so you're you're asking God for your mana and then be like on the lookout. It could be something nice somebody did for you, something that encouraged you. It could be like a sunset. It could be anything And then take a moment at night and write it down. And it is amazing to look back. This is just giving me like so much inspiration to start this again. And I even gave the books to my kids and for a while they were good about it too. So I need to get them back into it. And at dinner, we used to share what was your mana today. Mm. And so, I mean, even like your kids ages, they could get the concept of this. Like what's something positive that God did for you today? Or what are you thankful for? What did you see? You know, and just like incorporating that. So that's like a big part of what helped me through when he was sick. Mm. And then even though I haven't been writing it down, I do try to reflect at night and I do pray <laughs> like God will mm. give me my man, especially on the days. Like I'm really having a hard time. And he's just like that song. Like he's never failed me yet. Like there's always something that is good that happens in the day that encouraged me it may not be something huge. It might be something small. It might be a verse I read. It might be, you know, there's so many different things that it could be but it's super, super encouraging. So that's, you know, something that's really helped me with staying in like gratitude, you know, um, yeah. And it's like, if you're looking for it, then you'll find it. And it's Mm -hmm. so the, the opposite is also true that if you're Mm. just focusing on the negative emotions that you're feeling, which we all feel they're all legit, Mm -hmm. but we're all here for the same reason. We want to feel better. We don't want to keep feeling in the funk, you know? And for me, another source of motivation is um, I think back on Lacey's courage and Lacey's positive attitude about everything. I remember one time we got home from a scan And, um, we had gotten encouraging news before, uh, shortly before that. And then we got home from a scan where it was like potentially like really bad news. Mm. I don't remember the specific details, but I just remember this one moment that I will remember for the rest of my life. And she was still walking at that time and mobile and everything, you know, before she got diagnosed with a broken back and we walked in the door to the house and she turned around and looked at me in the hallway. And she's like, you know, maybe this is going to be my early ticket to heaven. And I was just like, whoa, this woman, like I was in another one of those moments where just like, I was trying to think what to say to her, like, right. and she could, you know, and she faced everything like that. She was, mm. there were very, I mean, towards the end, you know, there were a lot of different emotions she was feeling. She was just done. She wanted to go home. Yeah. And I understand she had been right. through more than any person will likely go through in their lifetime. Mm -hmm. And, um, and for me to like, watch this happen to the woman, I've never, I've never cared this much about anybody, you know, and to watch this happening to her, like, and then to see her like just being done, you know, it was really hard, but how could I, when she's facing with such bravery, like, and so anyways, my point is, is like, I want her legacy to live on. I want her positive attitude to live on and her um, outlook on things. Like she always, always was like, okay, okay. So this is really mm. bad. Okay. And, but she'd still pray for everybody else. She'd still, I mean, she was so selfless. Wow. And that's what I think of when I, I'm like, how can I sit here and feel sorry for myself? Like when she didn't feel sorry for herself. I mean, very few moments that there were, I mean, I don't ever remember her 
like actually feeling sorry for herself or wow. like saying like, wow, like what? I never heard her say like, why did it happen to ha- have to happen to me? Even though I said it many times, why did this have right. to happen to her? You know, because I can't mm-hmm. speak. Um, but she never said it. She never said, it's why amazing. did this have to happen to me? It was always like, she just accepted it and was like, well, this is what the Lord has for my life. And so I try to carry on that attitude as yeah. I'm struggling. I struggle a lot. You know, it's, for the most part, I'd say I have a positive overview on life and, and I have a pretty good hold, um, on my emotions, but that comes from life experience and not everybody has that I've, I've been let down a lot in my life. And Mm. so I know how to deal with that, um, personally, but, um, this is different though. This is a lot different. And, but she was such an incredible woman that, if I can just be a 10th of who she was, as far as her positive outlook on everything, like I'll be doing okay. And so I just try to pull from that um, as much as I can, because, you know, they say positive emotions, that's the energy of champions, right? If you look at professional athletes or wildly successful people, like they all have this same thing in common. Of course, there's incidents, things you hear in the news, but for the most part, they have extreme confidence and extremely positive attitudes. That's how people become successful in anything. I'm just, I'm not just talking financially because we all as widows and widowers have the same goal for the most part is to be successful in this. Like the reason that you're here listening right now is because you want to be on the other side of this. You want help. Mm -hmm. And that takes a lot. That takes a lot of courage to, say like I'm I'm having a hard time with this like I need help and gosh what do we know I mean we're just people going through it that might be a little further out and just sharing our experiences it's not like we're you know therapists or anything like that or that we've been you know that we have degrees in this stuff Mm -hmm. but we have experience and I think experience wins hands down every time over Mm -hmm. you know knowledge uh, so to speak um so we're, we're examples of it. So sometimes I feel bad when I'm telling people to like, you have to choose to have a positive attitude. And I can't feel bad about that because that's the truth. And I, I, I'm just thinking about those one or two people that are like feeling like I was in the beginning where people mm-hmm. are like, Oh, you know, you just have to, you just have to think positive thoughts. God has his reasons and stuff <laughs> like that. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, uh-huh, I don't want right. to do it. I don't mm-hmm. want to do it. And, um, you know, fortunately I was able to you know, with God's grace, talk myself out of that funk, but it doesn't, it doesn't do any good. And so that's why I want to encourage people to be positive and like, try to find joy, try to find happiness. Like you were saying, just find something every day. But the point is, if you're looking for it, Mm -hmm. that's what you're going to find. But if you constantly think about how bad this sucks, because it does, it does. We are all on the same boat. It sucks for all of us, but like, it'd be easy to spiral down into a rabbit hole of feeling sorry for myself because I have every right. I have every reason. So do you, we have every right and every Mm -hmm. reason to feel sorry for ourselves, but that's not going to produce anything positive. That's not going to produce any fruit. That's not going to produce a testimony. And I care more about giving a good name to Jesus Christ than I do, um, you know, looking for attention from people that, know that it's tough for me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, that's my babble fest. <laughs> <laughs> Good babble. Yeah. So how about, um, you know, we have, we have, we still have love in our life, even though it's not the love of our spouse, we have the mm-hmm. love of our children. We love our children. Mm-hmm. Like that's something to focus on. Right. Yeah, definitely. And the love of friends and family and focusing you know, what's really helped me is like focusing on what I do have, not what mm. I don't have. And, you know, really just living in today. So I know I've shared some of these verses before, but this is what's really helping me right now is to live in today because it can be overwhelming <laughs> to mm. live in tomorrow or to live in the past but to stay in the present and really pursue peace. Like that is the biggest thing. If you have peace, the rest of the things fall into place. 
Like, think about that. Like, if you oh, have peace, yeah. like, then you have joy, you have love, you have patience, you have all these things we're talking about. So for me, peace is my biggest struggle. I feel overall pretty peaceful, but it's a struggle. And, you know, there's also a verse and I'll put links to these, like that says, take every thought captive. That's a huge one. In fact, I heard in a sermon, I actually wrote, um, I'm going to put a link to this. I wrote a devotional about this verse when Luke was sick. And when you take a, take something captive, you don't just like, let it go. You ask, who are you? Where did you come from? And say, you're not welcome here. Like Mm. think of like an army taking someone captive. They're not just going to be like, okay, you can go now. And so it's like really (laughs) taking those thoughts captive and like, where did it come from? And you're not allowed here. And like, I literally say, stop. So in the kindergarten class I'm in, we do this thing when someone like does something you don't like, you go stop. Um, It's like putting your hand down and go stop. And so I actually do that. If I'm by myself, I might like actually do the, the signal, but in my head, I do it a lot. If I start going down a path of negative thoughts, I literally say in my head, stop. And I mm-hmm. go another way. That's and awesome. Yeah. It's something I've really been working on. Do you do it's, that at Arby's in the drive-thru when they give you sauce? <laughs> stop. I didn't want <laughs> sauce. Sorry. Yeah, go on. I should. No, I should. But, um, <laughs> or any place that gives sauce, it's like, right? what's the point? Like, why do you ruin things? Just give it all the meaning. I can't tell you how many times when I was a kid and I would order a plain cheeseburger from McDonald's or wherever you get it wrong. I take a bite. We'd have to go back and you know, they'd ruin it with ketchup. And it was like, why? But then, so you know, weird. I know. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I totally got you sidetracked. No, it's fun to talk about. Cause Luke loved ketchup. Like it was, it's like, pour it on everything. And I'd be like, I don't want that. Don't let it touch my food (laughs) ever. So that's pretty funny. I know. Anyways. In fact, we have this picture of Peyton when he was a baby drinking ketchup, like out of the ball. Now he won't touch it, but um, there's, you know, like Luke's like here drinking. He's like drinking it. It's really cute. That's classic. I know. Where was I? Um, talking about, uh, stop. Yeah. Yes. So it's really about like, you have to be you have to be, what's the word? Like diligent. Mm. It's not the word I'm thinking of, but it's like that. Persistent. Um, kind of, but it, I'll think of it, but it's a good start. <laughs> it's a really good start, <laughs> but you have to be on purpose. Uh, intentional. That's the word mm, I was looking for. Go. Intentional. And it's Yay. like, I need, it's like, I need a thesaurus <laughs> to, <laughs> to like figure out what I'm talking about. Okay. So there are actually, so my counselor shared this with me years ago. She's like, there are things in your head, like called ants, automatic negative thoughts. You have one, Mm. for instance, like, okay, let's just use like a, a girl one, like I feel really fat today. So then you might go searching in your head. That's right. One time when this happened, like the point is like, it'll like snowball. Well, like you try to prove it to yourself. It's like, it's like your mind searches. Let's do a better one. That's more applicable to everyone. This sucks that I'm a widow. Okay. Oh, that's right. It does. You don't have your husband or your wife. Yeah. And that sucks because there's nobody there at night. And that sucks Mm. because I'm a single parent and that's like, Uh, this makes a lot more sense this way. Right. And so it started out as a little negative thought, but it grew like a snowball and all of a sudden it's huge. So it's just like taking every thought captive. You actually have to have an ant eater. Okay. I started having ant eaters. Once I learned this concept that once that thought, okay, you get the first thought, it sucks being a widow. No, <laughs> like you have to stop. And then you could say something like, this is the life that God has given me. And I'm going to make my, make beauty out of ashes or like, I'm going to mm. turn this into a positive. Like I'm going to help somebody else because of my pain. You, you've wow. got to think of something to say when that thing happens, sucks that I'm a widow, or you could turn it to the positive, like, but I have this, like I have my house, I have my kids, I have my whatever, turn it into something Mm -hmm. thankful. So like, once you identify what those ants are, like the common ants that might like, even like keep a little journal, write down, what are these thoughts that I have? And the more that we're aware, the more that we can change. Like it really is about being aware of your thoughts because if I'm not aware, I'm a very emotional person. And if I'm not aware, I can easily get myself into a very bad snowball 
where I'm like in this horrible place. Cause I'm being real. Like, yes, I feel positive overall, but I struggle. I struggle today. Like it's life, like things happen and it's about what you do later. It's like, we've said this before. You can feel it, but you just, you don't want to stay in it. Like you don't want to stay in what my counselor calls a marinade. You don't want to stay in that marinade of the funk. Like Mm -hmm. you got to get out of it. And some things that I do to stay like to get out. I mean, of course we have these things, but to get out of it is for me, the biggest thing is talking to someone like tonight when I was in a funk, I talked to you and you helped get me out of it. Like that's one of my biggest things for me personally is talking to a good friend who can help me. Or it might not even be that, you know, maybe they're just listening, like, but it's Mm -hmm. letting you talk through it. So calling on, um, calling on friends is huge for me. Um, I really like to be social. It helps to get out of the house. And so setting up social events, like I, you know, set up a time to see my friend, Melissa, I have a girl's night next week, tomorrow I'm doing paddle boarding, like just trying to like get out because when I'm out, when you get out of your current circumstances, it can really help you to not be in your funk because you're out in nature or you're out with people. Mm-hmm. Another thing that's really good is to give back to others. Like I noticed, mm-hmm. like I, I feel less like in a funk if I'm like, for instance, for me personally, if I'm helping other widows, you know, I get messages and things and I'm like pouring into them instead of thinking about my stuff. I mean, there's so many things that you can do. You turn up that dial and you dance like, totally. boom. Totally. That's what that's, you do. That's my go-to. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, you know, you, your kids would probably I love, love it. If you had a dance party. Yeah. No, I dance with my kids. See, I do there dance you go. with my kids. Uh, nobody sees it, but I dance with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, I get what you're saying. That's really good. That's really good stuff. And I totally do that. Um, automatic negative thoughts. Is that what it was? Ants. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, that, wow. That was like, cause I do that. I, you know, I think about, her I think about Lacey and um it brings me down like it could be just in the middle of the day like at mm-hmm. work actually it happened at work not long you know a couple of days ago and mm-hmm. so people like it was so obvious that they like asked me if everything was okay and I'm like oh, I'm just thinking about stuff you know and it's like mm-hmm. it's hard because you do it is a snowball like exactly mm-hmm. like what you're talking about and um I didn't know about anteaters. So I just, you know, I just roll with the feelings and kind of go into the other advice that you give, which is if you feel it, you can heal it. Right. So there's a balance there. There's a balance. Sure. Right. um, You know, I, I have to like be strong and tell myself that I'm not going to, I'm not going to live here. I'm not going to live in this you know, I'm not going to let it marinate. As you said, you know, it's really funny as I thought of a rage against the machine song, which is a band in the United States. Um, you said the marinade of funk. Yeah. I have a song that's the renegades of funk. Oh, that's funny. And so I was totally like side anyways. Yeah. I was just singing. (laughs) I'm like the marinade of funk. Um, (laughs) so random, but anyways, um, yeah, but you can, so you can choose to feed either emotion. Right. And it's going to fuel you, fuel you. The, the you got Thoris. it. This is Thoris. You got it. <laughs> okay. So I have to explain. Yeah, I know you should. This, uh, this like side, this like inside joke or whatever between Michelle and I, one time I was, I was saying something and I was <laughs> like, I was like, well, it's not like I'm going to look it up in a, in the thesaurus <laughs> and it just dawned on, I'm like wow that's really hard to say yeah the, it the is thesaurus, you guys the try it the thesaurus the thesaurus it's hard it makes you like have a lisp and it so does. anytime we mess up our words when we're talking we always say the thesaurus guy I can't even say it. the the thesaurus, thesaurus. okay but that's I'm, good to I'm, explain because they're I'm like, what? at the thought that there's even possibly one person trying it right now. And they're like, yeah, it is hard <laughs> Oh to my say. gosh. Tell us if you tried it. It's pretty yes. funny. That's the um, source. But so I'm glad anyways, you explained it. So it's not like a mystery. Yes, they're like, what the heck? <laughs> so, okay. So what I was saying though, is it can fuel you for great things mm. or drain you, whichever energy you decide to feed. That's right. It can fuel you if you feed the positive emotions. And it can drain you if you feed the negative emotions. That's just how it is. That's the reality of it. And um, so we live in a, in days of constant choices. And some days 
you're going to choose to feed the negative because let's be real. Sometimes it feels good. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it feels good to feel the sadness and to feel bad for myself. And, um, and I enjoy it. Sometimes I enjoy being sad sometimes because it feels good for my heart, you know, to like, just feel the pain and, and look at her picture and cry and close myself in my room, tell my kids, I'm going to take a shower, lock the door and cry a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. So, Just don't yeah, live in it. You know? Yeah. And that's what I do. I pull myself out of it and I'm like, you know what? She doesn't want this. She, she doesn't want this. She doesn't want me to feel this way. And um, so I don't, I don't want to like live in that. And so I like constantly am trying to condition myself. And it's like, we were talking about our athletes earlier. Well, athletes practice and practice and practice like to become great at what they do. Of course, there's a lot of natural talent, but to become truly great, they, they pour into it hard. And it's the same with this. If you want to be good at um, being a positive person, you need to practice a lot and, and, and find yourself um, choosing the right attitude when things are negative. And it's, it's a testimony of our savior. And so that actually reminds me of another verse in Thessalonians, first Thessalonians also. Now we're on five, 16 through 18. Uh, rejoice always, mm. pray without ceasing. Good. And in everything, give thanks for this. This is the main part for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. That's good. For you. That's the will for you. That's God's will for you. Who's listening that you pray without ceasing and in everything you give thanks. That's hard to do, right? We're just human. That's hard to do, but that's his will for you Mm. is to constantly pray without ceasing. Like we talk about all the time, invite him into your car with you, invite him on that walk with you. Yep. Um, you know, that would sound weird to an unbeliever. Anybody in here who's a believer who's got any spiritual level of understanding at all knows that that isn't a weird thing. That isn't a weird thing. God will meet you where you are. He will meet you as you are. And in any emotion you're feeling, he will walk by your side. And um, so pray without ceasing and everything give thanks because mm-hmm. I still have a lot to be thankful for, even though my world was shattered and, mm-hmm. um, you know, the love of my life, my bride, my beautiful bride isn't, isn't my bride anymore. And it was the best thing. She was the best thing that's ever happened to my life by far. And I lost her and I can still, you know, sorry. That's okay. I can still find things to be thankful for though. Um, When I walk through my friend's door, after work and my kids run up to me screaming, daddy, daddy, daddy. And my little five-year-old Luke is like, we missed you. (laughs) I missed you so much. And he gives me a big hug, man. I have a lot to be thankful for. So yeah, my life's not perfect, but I still have a lot to be thankful for. And I still give God thanks for those things. I don't, I don't, uh, like you said, I loved that. I focus Mm -hmm. on what I do have and not what I don't have. Exactly. You know, we can all do that. We can all focus on the things we don't have that's no fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. And I realized that in talking about peace, I forgot to actually say the verse that Mm. I've really been focusing on. And, um, it's the book of Michelle Michelle. chapter five, verse one, no, just kidding. Philippians four, six through seven. I've actually memorized it now. Nice. Do not be anxious about anything. Mm but through prayer and petition offer your requests to God and the peace that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Mm. And one version says will guard your heart and emotions or something that really spoke to me too. Like we'll guard all of this and I'm telling you it works. So what works for me recently, if I'm starting to get anxious about anything, anything, and then if I can be in a place where I close my eyes and I say the verse in my head and I'm telling you it works, like I'm covered mm. with peace and I can move forward with the next thing. Mm. Cause I'm like, this thing is yours, God. Like, I'm not going to be anxious about anything. Mm-hmm. And you have to press into the peace. Like you have to be like intentional. That's the word again. Like that you, you know, that's why we, it's a good thing to memorize verses 
God will bring them back to your mind. You know, I memorize verses like as a little kid in VBS and all this stuff. And they come back into my mind when I need them. That's awesome. You know, like that's one way that God speaks to us is through his word. And like the more that we can get it in our mind and our heart, the more we're going to be able to find that peace and mm. see what God is trying to say to us. So for me, that verse has been like really key to being peaceful. And then um, I don't have the whole verse in front of me, but I think it's in Matthew. I'll put in the show notes that do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough worries of its own. So mm. for me to stay in peace, I can't live too far in the past. Now it's okay to like have memories and all of that, but you can't live there. Like, all the time, you know, like, I wish I was there. You know what I mean? And I can't be like too far in the future because I don't know what the future looks like. And so for me, it is so key to stay in today, like just Mm. stay right here. Like, it's like God saying, okay, Michelle, just look at today. What do you have today to be thankful for? Like, what, what do I need you to do today? What's your job today? And not, you know, of course, if you have to, you know, plan for the future and be responsible, I'm not saying it does not be responsible, but know that, um, this, our steps are ordered by the Lord. I just read that today and that it's, we, I think the verse talks about like man makes his plans, but God orders our steps. So it's still Mm. okay to make plans, but God is the one who's going to order every step of every day. Like I think about this sometimes when I'm at work or wherever, wherever I'm at, like, well, God ordered this. Like there's some reason I'm here right now, you know, <laughs> and just trying to really stay in that place of peace and really pursue, pursue peace, you know, pursue these positive emotions. And I wanted to share just a couple more verses and then I'll hand it over to you if you have anything else to add. Um, but I've really just been enjoying peace. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. like peace. If you have the peace, the rest will follow. And so that's, I mean, that's what I highly recommend. If you're going to start with like, okay, which one of these should I pursue first? (laughs) Mm. If you have peace, I feel like joy and all the other ones will come because you don't have that. If you have unrest, it's the worst feeling like unrest about a situation unrest, you know, like, you know, just having those situations that it's just like, when you let it go and give it to God, it's like so much more peaceful Like I even don't sleep well if I have unrest and I'm Mm. not peaceful. I wake up all night long. Like when um, we're trying to get the house and I didn't know if it was going to go through, there was a lot of unrest. I woke up every night, like every half hour, I couldn't sleep. And I was taking melatonin and trying to sleep. And anytime there's like something unrest, I don't sleep. And so that's why it's so important to really be in a place of peace because it can affect your whole like day, everything. So Psalms sure. one one twenty six five said, those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those mm. who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. And what that says to me is that God restores and he turns our mourning into dancing and he, he heals. We talked about this last week, how much you know, we've healed in a year and close to a year and just like what God can do. And so that one is really huge to me. And then also, I think that was it for what I was going to share for the verses, but really just focusing on peace and those things that bring you peace and positivity. And it's also important. Who do you surround yourself with? Just going to say that. Right. Because Mm -hmm. we're saying friends in this, but if your friends are not positive, you don't want to surround yourself with them. Circle of influence. Right. You can be friends with them, but not hang out, like spend hours and hours with, because those people are there. It's so important. Like I've heard before, show me the people you spend the most time with. And I can show you like what your life is going to be like, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. who is in your life? it really makes a difference. Like if I was spending hours talking to somebody who is negative, like I I wouldn't be good. (laughs) It would bring me. So like, let's say you are in a widow community, community, make sure it's a positive place that you're Mm -hmm. not all just like sad sob stories about we lost our husband or wife, like, or going out living reckless. Right. Right. You have to somewhere in between it's a balance. And so, you know, um, it really is about just moving forward in a positive way and really focusing on who you're spending time with, what are you doing? 
and being mindful of your mind. Mm. Learn that one a while ago. You gotta, be, you gotta, you know, quit your stinking thinking. You gotta be thinking. There's like lots of things I know, um, but like, <laughs> you know, think about what you're thinking about. I don't remember something like that, but it really is. It is so important. And that's why, okay. Um, so when I wake up in the morning, I kind of start in a funk, honestly, if it's a, it's a work day <laughs> and I'm up early and I'm tired. And so that's why I try. The first thing I do is I say, Alexa, turn on worship music and wow, they try nice. to, yeah, it's helpful to me. And sometimes like, I might have a favorite song at that time that I'm like, turn on this song. And in fact, I'm going to share this one with you. I had a friend who he just shared it with me and it's called um, dancing on the waves. And of course the word dancing, I was like, oh, I got to hear that song. And then waves, the ocean. I was like, yeah. And it's the most beautiful. And actually the first time I heard it, I was looking at one of the pictures in my house. That's like a picture of the ocean. And it's about like Jesus dancing with us. Anyways, I'll put the link in the show notes, but the point is you got to be intentional in the morning. Like if you're getting up from work, have something you do that's positive. And then I also try to open, uh, you know, the app we've talked about the Bible app. And then, um, they now have, so you can read the verse, but they now have this story, which is always a video, like a one minute video. And I watch that every morning too. Yeah. If you go to the top, it'll say open story and it's whatever the verse is, they read it. And then they talk about it. It's usually like a well-known author or pastor or something. So that's been part of my morning routine when I'm like eating and stuff. And so The point is you have to be intentional. So I'm going to challenge you who are listening to think about this and maybe write out like, what could I do in the morning? If you're like me and have, it's kind of funky in the morning. It's like, I don't know why, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people I've talked to it's the morning where you're like, you could have felt positive at night about something. And then you wake up and you're like, Oh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, it could be totally different. And you're like, what happened? I just went to sleep, (laughs) but it's usually because I'm tired. I don't feel like that as much. Um, on the hard days and just side note, like tired days, like I'm having a real tired day. Like that is when I feel more attacked in my emotions and I have to be more intentional about doing these things and, you know, really trying to stay in a positive place. Like for example, you know what I'm going to do a little bit later, I'm going to take a nice hot bubble bath and I'm going to watch a show that I want to watch. The kids can watch their own show. You know what I mean? Like do something for you. We've talked I'm about this before. I'm going to Arby's. There you go to Arby's. <laughs> you get Outer to go. Clothes. No, you no. can go to In-N-Out because you live in California. Yeah, that's so, actually like three minutes from my house. So nice. I wish I had that. But anyways. Why, for your hamburger plane? <laughs> yes. Don't knock it until you try it. Have you tried it? Have you tried no. it? It's a cheeseburger plane. Have you tried it? Nope. I like sauce and <laughs> lettuce and... Onions, yeah. mm, grilled onions and lots of <laughs> sauce and yeah, good stuff. I don't like onions. What? Not so much. Nope. So weird. Yeah. No, I that's know. cool. More yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. You eat the <laughs> onions. I will eat the plain, <laughs> the plain stuff. So yeah. So those are some of the ways that, you know, I really look to pursue peace and try to find things, you know, I know I've said this before, another wise thing from my counselor. And I know I've told you this before you have to put on your own oxygen mask before you take care of those around you, Mm. you have to do something for you or you can, he, she also says this, you can give from empty, but it's a real ugly place. You have Mm. to fill yourself. Like, that's why, like, sometimes I ask you, like, what are you going to do for you? Like, you don't get a lot of downtime. Like, Mm. uh, you know, you've got to find things for you, which I know is a little more challenging with little ones, but like, for me, it's like tomorrow paddle boarding or going for a run or taking a bath or like, it is easier that my kids are older to be able to go out and do those things. But no matter what your situation is, like, I highly recommend you figure out that's your other homework. Figure out what you're going to do this week for you. Oh, and that's your homework too, Mark. I'm going to ask you next week. I want to say, what did you do for you? How did you put on your oxygen mask? I want to be like, I watched Finding Nemo twice. (laughs) That does not count. You have to do so. I mean, unless, hey, you do you, boo. Like, if you like that and that's your thing, then you watch that on your own free time. (laughs) Do you, boo. It's my favorite saying. You know that. I love saying that. Anyways, um, so we've talked about a lot of things. Do you have anything to add to this about pursuing these? You know, just touching on what you said earlier with, um, you know, you are like the 10 people you hang out with 
you mm-hmm. you are like the closest people in your life you are exactly like True. them in many ways you guys pick up the same what are the idiosyncrasies you guys pick mm-hmm. up the same expressions the same laughter in a lot of circumstances people are um very influential um and so you want to make sure i'm not saying like ditch your friends or whatever but you no. want to make sure the people you're surrounding yourself with the most are positive people are That's positive right. thinking people and um it's just, you know, words are powerful. So that's yeah. another thing is that you have to choose the words that come out of your mouth. You have to choose the things you uh, subject your mind to. So for instance, uh, I look on Facebook a lot. I'm, I'm alone a lot. And so I look on Facebook a lot. And um, it's interesting how much my Facebook has changed because um, I, I follow politics pretty closely. And I had to stop following a lot of people mm-hmm. because I'm like, I don't want to read this. Right. I don't want to read all this negative stuff. Like sure. I just don't have capacity for it in my life right now. I still care about the issues. They mean a lot to me, but I don't want to read arguments on Facebook, especially from my friends that are Christians that are talking about all this, you know, animosity towards other people and the like, you know, like the opposite. Um, a lot of my other friends that are talking about it, it doesn't matter. But like, the point is, is that I don't like seeing it. I don't want it yeah, in my life. And I've sure. had to unfollow a lot of people mm-hmm. because I'm like, that's not why I'm on here. I'm on here because I want to read about positive things. I want to yeah. read about joyful things. I want to uh-huh. see somebody's new baby. I want right. to see the couple that just got married and went on their honeymoon. And like, I want to see positive yeah. things. And, and so like if what I ate for lunch. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> here's my lunch I mean we love those people but you know yeah not exactly what I'm thinking of but well you um, know the people that post all their food I know with the crying selfies okay Mm -hmm. sorry I didn't mean interrupt that's a whole nother we could do an episode on that you know just the um the things that you know I don't know I mean of course we all react differently to emotions that's just not my style like I couldn't what I feel bad for, speaking of that, is I feel bad for the people that are in it for a really long time. Yeah. And they're still struggling as if it was day one. Right, right. That's hard. You know, it I is. feel bad for them because I'm, I'm trying to go the opposite direction, you know. But anyways, more to the point of what I'm saying is that, like, your words are powerful. The things you say are powerful. They, how can I say that? They control how your mind reacts to things. For example, mm-hmm. there's two people. One guy says, I can't do this. Another right. guy says, I can do it. And I've mentioned mm-hmm. this before. They're both right. Yeah. They're both right because you, when you say these things to yourself, mm-hmm. when you say, like, I just can't be positive right. because I just went through this and I went through that. Well, we're telling you as people that also have been through really, really hard things, like it was so difficult to watch. Mm-hmm what Mm -hmm. I had to watch and to Mm -hmm. do what I had to do was incredibly painful. And I'm standing here telling you that you can tell yourself, I choose to be positive. It's so powerful what Mm -hmm. you choose to do. You know, it's funny, it's pretty unrelated, but I reminded when I was saying words are powerful, it reminded me of this story of this pastor, uh, this pastor was telling where uh, him and his wife were deciding what to name their first son. Mm -hmm. And he's, she says, well, what about the name Matthew? And he's like, no, no, I knew this guy in high school that was a jerk Mm -hmm. named Matthew. And she's like, that's a really dumb reason to not name your son, Matthew. Like, how can you say that somebody else you knew has anything to do with what our son is going to be? And he said, okay, all right. How about we name him Judas? (laughs) And she's like, okay point taken Uh (laughs) right I just thought that was a really funny story where it was just like but words words are powerful is the point you know is that like so what you tell yourself what you essentially teach your brain is powerful Mm -hmm. and it's gonna stick and so like you Mm -hmm. can choose to say it's hard but you can choose to say I'm going to do better today I'm going to find Mm -hmm. something positive today like you're saying I'm gonna I'm gonna find things that were good today and I'm not going to focus on how horrible this is because it is, it is horrible. It's terrible. What we've all been through is absolutely terrible. And um, 
I'm still in charge of my life. I'm still Mm -hmm. in charge of my faithfulness to God. And so, yeah, that's just kind of um, where I would end this at is that it is, and I always feel bad saying this because I know there's probably that one person out there that doesn't want to hear it, but it is up to you. Right. It is up to you to pray to God for help. It is up to you to surround yourself with positive people. It is up to you to, you know, choose to look for the good in life, to Mm -hmm. look out at a sunset, look out at the mountain and say, you know, that's beautiful. And my creator has a plan for me Yep, and it's eternal. Right. uh, So anyways, you know, it's, it is, it is up to all of us. It is up to each of us um, to choose our destination. Right. I wanted to add to that. This is an actual scientific thing that I learned. You can look it up. There are these things in our brain. They're like, okay, pretend they start out as gravel roads. They're called neuropathways. And whatever thought, this is real. Like whatever thought you have, the more you have it, the gravel then turns into like a street, which turns into a highway. The more you think about Mm. that thought, it gets deeper and deeper and bigger in your head. And, but it's not too late. You can train your brain to stop that road. Like I said, stop and to create a new road. So Mm. look it up. It's really fascinating when you learn about like brain science. I've heard that. Yeah. yeah, And all this stuff that get really is true. That's the way God made our brains. And so you do have the power. It's not too late. Even if you've been years in this negative place, you can change it today, right now. Like you don't Mm. even have to wait till tomorrow. You know, it's never too late to start something new and start something positive. So word, word up. (laughs) Hashtag truth. (laughs) I'm not a fan of hashtags. It's so funny. That's just because you don't understand them. It's because I'm (laughs) old now and it's like all the young people are doing this thing all of a sudden. I'm like, like, why is everybody pushing the pound sign before their sentences or whatever? And what happened to the space bar? Like, Nobody's using space. So yeah, it was one of those things. And then people started saying it. Like because it's kind of catchy, you know, hashtag truth. Yeah. Wait, am sure. I too old to be saying that? Because I might be just a teeny bit older than you. So yeah, yeah. Are, you are, huh? Mm, yeah, just a two, not even a year. So not really in okay. the scope. Right. I mean, right now it seems like it because you're, well, I can't say because then everyone will know how old I am. Oh, wait, I think you already said it. <laughs> I think I'm awesome. nine or 10 months older. That's it. That's okay. not even a year. Not even a year. Not even a year. So I can still say hashtag truth because I like saying that anyways. You know, yeah, it's just funny. These things that I really, when I hear these kids talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember like when I was a teenager and I would say like, dude, all the time or whatever, whatever Bad, the words were, were used you still at that say? time. <laughs> Where like the old people in quotes, like didn't understand what we were talking about. And now I'm like, whoa, I'm that old person. I don't understand what they're talking about. What was one? I heard heard one recently. Uh, Oh, like same people. And that one's even like kind of past now, but where people are like, oh, same, same. And I'm like, what is, you mean like, what does that mean? And they're like, like, I agree with you. Like, yeah, the same. And I'm like, oh, I like this movie. And they're like, same. Uh-huh. Like, but because saying same with I'm me saying- is too long. Like, what are you going to do with all this time you've been? So um, that's pretty much, that pretty much wraps it mm-hmm. up for me um, as far as, you know, what I'm saying. But I, I just do think pretty strongly that it's a choice that people can make. It's a hard choice to make, but you can make it. You mm-hmm. can do it. You're here. You're listening. You're right. trying to find help and positive things That's true. and positive thinking. And I, I mean, we've talked to a lot of people that are doing it. That guy, mm-hmm. Ian, like he gets mm-hmm. where we're coming from. Um, Rachel, like all kinds of, all, all kinds of people that listen to us that have reached out and send messages that like, they get it. They mm-hmm. get it. And so like, I, I'm saying that for myself because I feel mean, like, like I'm being insensitive, but like, I'm on the same road. So I'm just going to say what I'm thinking, what I'm saying, or what I'm thinking is that I think it's a choice um, to choose to find the positive. And eventually you're going to find healing. And, um, you know, of course, with God's grace and God's help, which is what you should be asking for all the time. Okay. I'm sorry. I had an interruption there from my daughter, but um, so I will close this out um, in prayer, unless you have anything else. 
I think we've definitely covered it. So go ahead. Okay. Father, I just thank you as always for this opportunity. Um, you know, it's, it, it is therapeutic for ourselves as well mm -hmm. to be able to speak on all these things and to, to retrain our own minds as we try not to focus on negative things. And I pray that you would help us and everybody listening to find healing, to mm -hmm. find a source of joy, a source of hopefulness, happiness. Let us all feel right now in this moment, the joy of our salvation. Mm -hmm. I pray that you would touch each person with the magnitude of that reality that we are saved by grace through faith. And I'm just so um, blown away at the healing that I've seen in the widowed community of believers of your sons and daughters that you take care of. We're so grateful and we thank you for your grace, Father. We thank you for all the love that you pour upon us and the joy that you restore in our hearts, even though it's not the same as before and it's not as often and we still have this massive void in our life, but you come in to fill that void whenever we're mm -hmm. feeling it. And um, I just thank you for that. And I thank you for the precious blood of Christ that allows our salvation to even be possible. And um, it's in his name, his wonderful, magnificent name that we pray to you, Father. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you. And thank you all for joining us today. And we are always here to take messages. If you want to DM us on Instagram, it's widowed two with the number two soon underscore. You can also email us at widowed two with the number two soon M as in Mark and Michelle at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could rate and review it on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen, that really helps us. We actually had a few more this week, which brought us up in the ratings, which means more people will get to hear this and be helped by this. So if you feel like doing that, we would love that and share this with your friends. If you have other people who are widowed or just grieving in general, they could also you know, um, actually anybody I think could benefit from pursuing positive emotions. This is something that any person in life could relate to. So anyways, thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to talking to you again next week. All right. We'll talk to you later. God bless you. Thank you.